Preface Long Live the Las Vegas Outsider Las Vegas is a city of legends, most of which are complete bullshit. You probably know them well. Bugsy Siegel stood in the middle of the desert and had a vision of what would become the Las Vegas Strip? Bullshit. Casino operators pump oxygen through their ventilation systems to keep gamblers alert and playing longer? Bullshit. Tourists are at risk of being drugged and waking up in a bathtub full of ice sans one kidney? Bullshit. For $4.95, you can get a steak and egg breakfast and a blowjob at Samstown? Okay, that one may be true, but I don't recommend it. Tales like these, the town's mob history, and the what happens here stays here slogan contribute to a mystique unique to Las Vegas. Whether they visited the city or not, many people perceive Las Vegas to be a place filled with secrets. And they believe that knowing the right person, a Las Vegas insider, is the key to unlocking all the magic Vegas has to offer. Unfortunately, most so-called insiders either have a vested interest in providing slanted information or simply don't know what the hell they're talking about. The Media The Las Vegas public relations, tourism, and media industries coexist with an unspoken I'll-scratch-your-back-if-you-scratch-mine agreement. On behalf of their hotel, casino, restaurant, nightclub, and retail clients, PR departments churn out mountains of freshly spun news releases and media pitches daily. They proclaim the opening of every new nightclub as a game-changer. They describe every new shopping mall as a groundbreaking retail and dining experience. And they throw around terms like vibe dining and curious class as though they actually mean something. Traditional and new media outlets eat this stuff up. Far too often they simply regurgitate what the PR reps feed them without raising doubts, offering criticism, or saying anything that could jeopardize either precious advertising dollars or, even worse, access. When a Las Vegas blogger gets paid only $25 to write a show review, attending press junkets where food, booze, tickets, and performer access flow freely is a big deal. Being too harsh in the review, even if the show blows goats, risks the blogger's removal from future guest lists. Conflicts of interest spew from the city's PR and media machine. An editor freelances for a casino company she appears to be covering objectively. A blogger posts glowing reviews about the resort where his spouse works. A gossip columnist writes about a hotel while on the payroll for voiceover work. Such scenarios are common in Las Vegas. Writers shun conflict of interest disclosures, and their readers are none the wiser. Service Industry Employees People working in the Las Vegas service industry deserve loads of respect. Dealing with the general public in any customer service setting is tough. Free-flowing booze consumed by many Las Vegas visitors pours fuel on the asshole fire. However, most servers, bartenders, hotel employees, and casino workers offer good service day in and day out. It makes sense, then, that tourists would look to these folks for insider advice. After all, they live in Las Vegas and spend countless hours in the middle of the action. So they must have insight into everything happening on the Strip and downtown, right? Not so much. Most Las Vegas locals are busy living their lives. They may check out a show once in a while or try a restaurant on the Strip on occasion, but few of them are hanging out there regularly when they aren't working. The exception, of course, is the crew at the Montecito. Danny McCoy and the gang spend most of their free time chilling over drinks at the same place where they work. If you live in a major metropolitan area, how tuned into your city's tourism scene are you? Probably not so much. Hell, I live 15 minutes from the Mall of America and haven't set foot in the place more than four times in the past decade, despite my well-documented love of shopping malls. Surely employees have inside information about what's happening in the hotels where they work, right? Again, not so much. 
Once in a while, a hot rumor from a bartender will actually play out as stated, but more often he's passing along the same type of workplace gossip you hear at your job. Either it's not true, or it's of no interest to anyone who doesn't work there. I'm really sorry that the new head of food and beverage is a dick, but that doesn't help me figure out whether to eat at the Mex-Italian fusion place that famed multiracial chef Jose Luis Stefanini just opened across from the casino cage. Chatting with bartenders in Las Vegas can be entertaining and fun, but their inside information is often nonsensical. Listeners of Five Hundred by Midnight, the Las Vegas podcast I co-host with my wife, often share these rumors. About a year after the Cosmopolitan opened, a bartender at the hotel's Vesper Bar claimed the hotel was planning to tear out an exterior wall and bring in food trucks that gamblers could access directly from the casino floor. Sure, that sounds like the type of hipster nonsense Cosmo would try, but it never happened. 